Hi there, welcome to the Hotspur Hood. This is Let's Talk Tottenham and uh, four wins on the trot and now two wins without a shot on goal and the best we've had is an audacious attempt by Harry Kane. I mean, how things can completely change. Four weeks ago, we were completely out of top four. Two weeks ago, we were the favourites. Now we're out of it again. Uh, I mean, what will happen in the next two weeks? Uh, Mac will hopefully be joining soon, as will Sam, uh, but I'm joined by Brian. By Brian? With Brian? No, joined by Brian. I got it right the first time. How you doing, Brian? I'm good. I'm enjoying my English lesson. I just got there. Um, with a fantastic big up, Christopher. Um, I would say, if you're, if you're here for an English lesson, you really need to find another school, I'm afraid. Oh, mate, trust me. Trust me. Uh, I, I, I can definitely vouch for that with my uh, education where... Uh, yeah, let's not get into my education. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's stay clear of that. But yeah, just another week. Uh, just another week in paradise. Yeah, uh, Max here. How, how you doing, Mac? I'm good, mate. Um, do, you still got my uh, mobile number? In fact, have you got my new mobile number? I was going to ask uh, no. you. To, oh no, my email address. No, no. If you ping it on Twitter, I'll be able to send it over. Yeah. Put it in the private um, chat. Huh? Put it in the private chat. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's a good shout. How are hey, you, yeah. brother? Mate, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thank you, bro. Uh, you got a new number? No, no, no. Sorry. Um, I don't think Chris has got my updated number since I... Um, yeah, since the band split. So I haven't texted him in a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 10 people watching. Uh, please hit the likes. Please hit the subscribe. Oh, shit. really helps already. the channel. Uh, this is obviously Let's Talk Tottenham on uh, uh, Tommy's channel today. So if you uh, like what you see, hop over to Let's Talk Tottenham on YouTube. Hit a like there and hit subscribe there. And we're back there on Fridays. But today, Mondays, half seven, it's the Hotspur Hood. Uh, and I'll start with you, Brian. I mean, I warn you now, this ain't going to be a very positive stream. Uh, <laughs> it's not a huge amount to be positive about. But uh, from... Uh, the, the highest score was in 2022 to goalless Spurs and shotless Spurs. Uh, zero shots on target in two games. Uh, the best we've had is, like I said, an audacious bicycle kick from Harry Kane. Although we did have shots on target against Brighton. They were blocked, so they don't get counted as shots on target. But uh, we are looking horrendous, aren't we? Uh, what's happened? Uh, mate, I... I, I... I don't know what's happened. It's just something, obviously, to, to to go from how positive things were to a complete 180 is just... It's, I, I can't even work it out myself. Um, it's just been two appalling, appalling performances. And do you know what? The last time I saw Gareth when I was back in London was with his son at the Etihad. Yeah. Where... I'd just come out of the washroom and then he went, oh, leave you lover or leave you hater, whatever one he calls me. He was there in the turnstile, so I spent a bit of time with him and his son. Then they came up and spent half time with us. And things like, obviously, we didn't expect the run we were going on, but but you saw something building there. And it was building and building and building. And now it's like we've reached what Conte and what we, 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 we think necessary or what is going to be what Conte is going to play, and that here we go, we're going to be ruthless now. And just as soon as you start believing it, wallop. Nope, let's go back um, and, and, and and be absolutely woeful. And it, it's it's hard to pick out why. I mean, the, the the biggest reason I'm just saying, I'm sure a lot of people are saying it, is the wingbacks. They they need creativity, they need to create, and we just can't. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
I think that to be to be fair, well, I, I, I broached on this with with, with uh, Tommy the other night. I think as well, if anything, what what is is just absolutely clear as day, and we've known it, but even more so now we have the manager we have, is is the lack of depth. We don't have game changers. We haven't got that one yeah. man that's going to come off the bench and 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 kick it off. You know, we've got a couple of players who are partly there. You know, they can make a good run or they, they might, you know, get their foot on the end of a ball if it lands in the right place, you know, and the sun shines on the dog's are some days. We all know this. But um, we, we've got nobody who's able to come on, who's able to come on and just get get it and do what do what we, you know, to, to change that, change the, the, the way it's going. And the problem we also have as Tottenham, which has been constant, is when we play the smaller teams, we do not get... Um, we, we don't have the ability to break them down. They sit back, they defend deep, they defend in numbers, and we don't. And again, comes back to having that one person who's, who's able to, to 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 pick that lock, and we don't have it. And well, we do, don't we? He's our forward, though. That's the only person we've got. And and against Villa, we were obviously one 0 up very early doors. Leeds, who at the time just play attacking football, easy for him to come deep. Brighton did a job on him. Brentford did a bit job on him. We haven't got anybody. To do anything, he comes deep against Brentford and Brighton. There's too many bodies there, and he can't really get um get on the ball. Um, yes, that's it. And he can't really get on the ball, and then we end up having the issues that we're having. I mean, yeah, uh, this comment here: Poch sacked by PSG. I've, I've just looked on BBC and Sky Sports. Can't see it's official yet, so. Not sure that's the case, whether that comes or not. But yeah, in terms of uh, Kane, Brian, uh, he's he's been largely ineffective in two games. Obviously, the Brighton game, there was a talk that he went up straight after the Villa game to uh, America for the... Um, for the Masters. The Masters. He looks a bit mm -hmm. jet-lagged. I've also forgot to say as well that Super Chat Super Stickers are available as well. So Super Chat Super Stickers guaranteed to get, get your message read out. Uh, really helps the channel. Uh, Tommy will appreciate it, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and thanks to all the people in the comments. I apologise now that I probably won't be able to read them out, but I will show them. Um, but yeah, sorry, Brian. Uh, Kane, uh, largely ineffective. Obviously, the Masters after the Villa game looked jet-lagged or, or very tired against Brian, but they did do a job on him. Uh but he's the only one. If it, and and I don't want to be the like Pep. We are the Harry Kane team. But at this moment in time, if we stop Harry Kane, we are quite ineffective. Which what? yeah, two weeks ago he was back. He was all over the place, man of the matches. And then so it is possibly a, a negative reaction, just as two bad results. But we haven't looked like scoring in two games. There, there, there's. Do you know what? There's so many ways to look at this now. Um, I don't think it's got to. Um, I don't think it's got anything to do with the Masters. If it's got a hat trick or the winning goal, no one will be talking about it. Um, again, like Gareth said, that I've been saying for God knows how long. Big up Graham, and I've got to say, I actually spoke to Graham today on WhatsApp. He's sorted. He's finally got a phone. He finally got WhatsApp, and I got the best thing today was I received a phone call. And it was like Graham, and I was like, oh my God. So, Graham, it was honestly a big time wicked speaking to you today, mate. What, you, um, take, you take phone calls as well as texts as well. I know that, mate. I'll be, texted, I emails, said, be bringing the pigeons, shit out of you now. <laughs> carrier pigeons, smoke signals, waves, <laughs> yogurt pots with wire, anything, anything, mate. Um, um, but, yeah, so, so you look at it again, like Gareth said, and as I've been saying for ages, lack of depth, 
when when Kane and Son are fit, Kane and Son play. Um, there are times even 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 Salah has a rest, even De Bruyne has a rest. We 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 can't do it. And then one came to came up today, and I wish I hadn't heard it, but now the more and more I hear it, and it's it's playing into this rumor mill. Um, I don't believe this rumor mill at all, um, but I'm sure we might talk about that later on. Um, so I'll leave my uh, my thought on that. But do you know what? If you look at it when Nuno um, came and we had the hurricane summer, whether you think he down tools or he's heartbroken, so he's, which is both, is it at all possible that this rumour is more than a rumour, or not more than a rumour, but this rumour is gathered about and now the players are like, oh, wait a minute. And Harry Kane's thinking, oh, here we go again. Is he heartbroken again? Is he pissed could, off could again? They, could it, could, do you know what? Could they just be worried that there's possibly truth in, yeah, in the rumour? Yeah, they're just... Yeah, because... Mate, I, 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 saw, I saw something on uh, on Twitter as well. And somebody messaged, um, you know, Fa, Fabrizio, you know, I, I, I tweet everything 30 seconds after it's been yeah. tweeted by somebody else. I yeah. know it all, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and um, he messaged him direct. And he said, you know, what, what's the deal with Conte? And his response was, his focus is on Spurs. Um, now, to be fair, I'll, I'm, we're, we're all very much the same, you know, on this panel. It's... We don't believe nothing until we see him holding a shirt. I ain't going to see, I'm not going to believe nothing until I see him walking out the door and putting, yep. you know, pen to paper and holding a shirt of another club, you know, well, to become you the new him manager. On TV in an actual interview saying, I am pissed off and I'm not happy. Hey, to be fair, I sit and talk to, I, mate, I sit, how many times do you sit and talk to your other half and go, I'm pissed off and not happy? It doesn't mean you're going to go shag the girl next door, does it? Do you know what I mean? Or move <laughs> in with her. You know, you, you go through times where you're pissed off and you're not happy. Let's be honest, Tottenham are a frustrating football club. Daniel Levy is a frustrating chairman. Cunt needs to go. We've passed 10 minutes, so don't tell me off for swearing, right? You it, can it's... say what you want. It's not my bloody channel. <laughs> this is Tommy's problem now. <laughs> but, 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 but bottom line is... Tottenham is not the easiest club. All right, doesn't matter who manages it. Doesn't matter who's there. Doesn't matter, you know, how good the support is, how toxic the support is. It doesn't matter. Tottenham is a frustrating football club, and it has been for for decades. All right, and it's not going to change anytime soon. And this is, and and that is the reality, sadly. And that means that either, you know, Conte is going to be frustrated for another twelve months because he's not going to get the backing, but he can't go anywhere because it's too late. Tottenham are going to refuse to let him go out of his contract because I don't think he's going to give up the money. To, to just walk without some kind of compensation, right? Unless he's going to get bought out by somebody like PSG, but I think it'll be an absolute bloody battle if he does. Um, you know, bottom line is Tottenham's a frustrating club, player, manager, fan. You, yeah, you, you're pissing in the wind when it comes to to Tottenham a lot of the time. Correct. Yeah. Uh... That was a lovely deep sigh of laugh. Mate, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, the, the way you looked at me while I was saying that, I could, I could, I felt it in my heart, man. You know, the way you were looking at me through the, through the camera. Yeah, it's just like you told your kids you're not going to Disneyland. That's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Daniel Levy to my children now. I can't afford it. Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, boy, talking about Conte here. Uh, should he be criticised for the game? And then my point of view here is. Uh, 82 a game we had to win had to win 82 minutes was the first attacking sub so you can say that the, the subs on the bench they weren't going to do anything because they're not good enough but at least try was my option sanchez coming on was the first sub uh maybe a tactical switch uh get ben davies up but more of a bergvine on the bench when you need a goal and and 
there's probably an element of, of this is what I've got, Daniel. What are you going to give me in the summer? But now's not really the time to be trying to prove a point like that, I don't think. So, and, and tactics, he's very rigid. I mean, you know, he, he, he was superb getting us up to this this fourth place and, 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 and challenging for this fourth place based on where we were when Nuno was there. So he deserves huge amount of credit for, for where we are now. Yeah. But he also deserves criticism if he's doing something wrong. Alex Ferguson uh, criticised himself uh, when they lost 2-0 to Barcelona by saying he made a mistake not by playing by not playing Jason Park to Mark Messi. So even the best get it wrong sometimes and aren't uh, beyond criticism. But do, do you think he should be criticised for not trying to go for it, regardless of who's on the bench and trying to make a change? I, I, I always say if we're big enough to criticise people, uh, you have to be big enough to praise them when they do good. I dire Davies, um, what they've done this season. It works. It works exactly. It works exactly the other way with Conte. He listen. He, he, his default setting is three four three, and it's a very very good default setting because it's one in the Premier League, and it's one in the Scudetto with two different clubs. So who are we to say that it's the wrong formation? I understand him sticking to it, and as I said, when he he should be, I wanted three five two. He doesn't have the players to he trust. With Oli Skip out, he can't do it. He cannot do it. He didn't know Doherty was going to get injured. He didn't know Tanganga would be out. He knew that he wouldn't be back fully. Fully, I want to add. Because when you when you get a Conte team, you go, right, my creativity is in the uh, the fullback position. Oh, okay, we'll sign a, a, a midfielder and a winger. When we, when we, when we wanted to go by Tommy Lasso, a right wing back, who we couldn't get because he's at the Olympics. Oh, I know. Let's go by a left winger who's at the Olympics. There is no reasoning behind our behind our, 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 our purchases, our buys, our transfers. And the one thing I do not get in this game, where he does come in for criticism, when you need to win, especially when you know that Arsenal have won, is you don't need two defensive midfielders in a game where we're not creating. You go right. Listen, the second half. I don't mind him trying it and starting it, but when that yeah. game is not working and we need to score to keep the momentum on Arsenal, I'd rather go gun ho and get an extra attacker on and some uh, uh, and yeah. and I have two defensive midfielders and go for it rather yeah, than mean, do what we did. And that, I mean, that's where, that's where he comes in for criticism. Yeah, Scott M says here, struggle to criticise Conte when he has no options on the bench. Don't see any reason to think that Bergwijn Mora could do anything to change that game based on how they've played for Spurs. So, Let that, me throw that back at Scott and just say... But that's just not really that's not really my point. The point is we do have options because we have seven people on the bench. Whether they're good enough or not, what we were doing wasn't working. So try something different. But but, uh, the, but it is a thing that um, you can go back go back with Scotty. But this is this is You're a thing. You're alive. You're alive. I know you. I can record a search party. I know him from somewhere. Where that? Hello, watch. That's it. Mate, it's good to see you. You've been well, yeah. How are you doing, guys? You right? Yeah, yeah, how are you doing, Sam? Thanks for coming I'm on. No worries, but just no quick, worries. just quick to that point. The thing is, give Mora an extra twenty minutes, give him half an hour of football. The problem is, is he might not be the creative spark, but he's going to cause enough problems to potentially create a space that we'll then be able to exploit. Ten minutes isn't long enough. More, it, yeah, I'm not going to repeat myself. Mora won't be that spark that's going to cut it all open, but he's got enough pace and enough to trouble people to maybe create space somewhere else.
But no, all, all I was going to say as well is, first time people may not think it's good enough. Lucas may not think it's good enough. But are they better offering attacking options than Benson, Cor and Hoiberg? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Do we need to have two defensive midfielders when we need to get a win? The answer is no. So they may not have done, they they may not be the caliber of player we wanted, but the option to go more attacking, like Chris said, was there. So that's where the, this, this situation is. And I have to say, I've got to say it to Sam. I, I don't feel right. He's not in his normal seat. I I'm missed not. the pre. I missed, <laughs> I've, I've, I've missed the, the the pre-show beard brush. I was you throw me all off, mate. You throw me all off. I'm thrown off myself. I've got. I've got no background or nothing. I feel naked. That's what it mate, is. Mate, I'm not gonna lie. I like those curtains. Where did you get them? They're lovely. Uh, this, is, this is this is courtesy of Holiday Inn. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not disturbing you from other things, are we? moment. <laughs> 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 what, what, what are we talking about at the moment? Caesar, it's time to come and invade Cleopatra. Cleopatra, I'm coming. <laughs> what, what did you think of the game, Sam, in respects to the fact that all of a sudden we can't score any goals and the fact that Conte waited 82 minutes to bring on an attacking, uh, 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 to make an attacking change in a game that was must-win based on what Arsenal did to Man United earlier in that day. So I, I think more the more damage was done the previous week against Brighton for me. Mm. Um, effectively, had we gone out and won that game at home, which we should have done, Brighton's record wasn't that great. I know they beat Arsenal the, the week before, but we didn't have a shot on goal at home against them. If you look at it in isolation, the Brentford game was probably going to be a bit of a tougher game. But as we've always talked about, we saw what Arsenal have done and I expected these guys to go out and at least fight. So I have no shots on target for two games in a row in a game that was a must win, as you said. It was, I, I cannot understand it. I cannot understand the substitutions. And this one for me is equal blame for Conte as well as the players. The players didn't show enough spirit or fight, but then the manager then doesn't help them by making some of the decisions that were made late on. Bringing on Sanchez as your first substitution when you want to win a game <laughs> is is up here for me because I, I I know it was almost like a push Ben Davis. It doesn't make sense. That didn't make no. sense. So no, I wasn't happy. Yeah, it makes sense if you bring Sanchez on and Morva or Bergvine on the same substitution period. That you know, one tactical, one attacking. But yeah, I, I just don't. Eighty-two minutes. Like Max says, he's not going to do anything in ten minutes, maybe fifteen, if you've got a fair bit of injury time. And, and I just don't understand it at all. The Leicester game with Bergvine was a fluke. You know what I mean? He, he, you know that that was a but, fluke. But, what happened but, in those fortune, couple of minutes? Fortune favours the brave, doesn't it? Make an attacking substitution. You get your just rewards because you're but, attacking. But give it time to be effective. Like I said, less yeah, it was a absolutely. fluke. It's not going to happen every time he brings more and Bergvine on with like three minutes to go. You, you, you know what? Well, what we have to add here is this ain't just ain't on Conte. This is what Poch did as well. It's what jo- Jose is the only one that, like, when he took Dyer off in the Champions League in the twenty off, he will make a sub to affect the game immediately. Poch was always reactive, never proactive. And in the last two games, Conte has followed suit. This isn't just a Conte thing. This has been a managerial thing at us. I obviously, I don't monitor and I don't give a monkeys about any other substitution in the other club. <laughs> but, 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 mate, then doesn't this just come back to what I was saying earlier about it just proves how much Spurs aren't spending to be able to have enough depth in the squad to be able to create it. 
I know. <laughs> this is why I'm saying it. This is why I'm telling you. <laughs> let's, let's hold on. Right. Okay. So I can understand about. Levy in or Levy out? Come on. I can understand about the depth of the squad, but this is my point. Is regardless of what players you have playing for you, you could be, I don't know, the Messi's, the Ronaldo's, the you know, all them players which we can say are superstars. Great. There's a, a basic ingredient in football sometimes, which is just about fight and spirit, because that's what you have. You have cup upsets, don't you? So the teams that don't always have the best players technically can show some spirit. We haven't shown that in the last two games, regardless yeah. of. You, you mean like have. Burnley spirit, don't you? What they do, like, season in, season yeah, out. I yeah, like Burnley, Burnley spirit. Change their manager. They've got no manager in terms of Sean Dice. You've got someone mm-hmm. who's just number two, and they're getting a tune out of them. They're not playing the prettiest football. They're grinding out. Arsenal, the same thing. We saw what they did. And I can't excuse the fact that these players, oh, we're not quite, you know, something's not right in terms of the substitution. Something's not right with he doesn't trust Bergwin because this guy's been playing internationally well, but then he's not getting any minutes. And if he does get minutes, he's getting two minutes. That's not going to work. So something's up in the camp if he's not able to bring players on. He doesn't trust them. It's too late in the season now to be making enemies with players. We need everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's too late in the season. It's not the right time to make a point. If the point is this is what I've got, are you going to get me? In? And and what what I find really frustrating is is we've obviously praised Conte and rightly so for what he's done, and, and, and praised him in a sense that as well he's the manager who famously said losers make excuses, winners find solutions. But he's not finding solutions and not putting someone on because he doesn't trust them. You find find a solution with those players you've got on the bench because, like it or not, and a lot of us don't, they're the cards that he's been dealt for the until the summer when that could change. But and yeah. the point I'm and, to, and, the point I was going to say, Chris, just before you finish that, is three weeks ago when we had four wins in a row and six out of eight, whatever it was, we weren't really saying about oh, well, you know what I mean, because everything was hunky dory yeah. and we're winning. So when you're winning, nothing is is a problem. It's when you're losing which we then get to see. What decisions need to be made? We can say the player's not good enough. We all know that. But some have been improved. Matt Doherty, six weeks ago, I was categorically, no, this player's not good enough. But he's improved. Emerson is now on that list of, see you later. I don't want to see you play for the club again. I don't yeah. think you're good enough. So, ultimately, we're going to have these ups and downs. The players have to show character now. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, uh, Chris, be careful. You use Conte's words against him, mate. You might have a horse's head in your bed, in your bed tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd be very careful. Mate. Conte sat on the end of the bed, sharpening the knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know, I'll, I'll substitute him for something else. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the other things, Sam made the point of the, the uh, me and Brian were talking about this uh, uh before the show started, but Sam made the point of the mentality of the players wasn't right there. And uh, this is going to cause controversy, I'm sure, but I'm going to say it anyway. And that's Christian Eriksen. Before the game, before the game, the players were hugging him and everything like that. I know everything that's happened with him and and that's fine, but do that at the end of the game. You're supposed to be in a game, a a top four game, you know, shake hands by all means, but they were hugging him and and cuddling him and, 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 I understand the reasons for it, and he's obviously a huge part of Tottenham's history, and he knows those players very well, and everything that happened to him in the summer. But do that at the end of the game, not at the beginning of the game. Like, you know, Gary Neville say we like about Gary Neville, but he completely blanked Peter Schmeichel, then chatted to him after the game. I know the circumstances are different, but 
Gary Neville's focus was on the game, on the three points. Peter Schmeichel obviously trying to take that focus off. Does, it, does this go back to something that Pochettino, uh, Pochettino once said? We're too nice. Yeah, and and and, and I, I, one of the people I work with is a Brentford uh, uh, season ticket holder. He was at the game. He they was exist. Exactly the same thing. We found him. <laughs> yeah, he was saying exactly the same thing that it frustrates him. And apparently, when Ericsson was taking corners, even the Spurs fans were cheering him. Which they stood up. They were singing his old song, weren't they? The first corner. It's like get your out, you bosses, boys. Until he plays for us again. What are you? What the fuck are you doing? He's against us here, and and I I, just, I, I mean, what were they going to do? I, I Pitch him back if he scored the winning goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and then he obviously signed a shirt for a Spurs fan after the game. That's fine after the game, and and you know, in the same way that uh, Lobbies took Delhi down to the uh, home end, that was after the game. It went at the start of the game, or you know, he walks over to the bench, and I just think that set the tone. Like you were saying, Sam, in terms of the mentality and uh, in for a fight, especially after what Arsenal did, it set the tone of, of, of yeah, not focused on the game, on, at, the, at the job in hand. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, it obviously caused controversy there uh, based on what happened to Christian Eriksen. But, I mean, do, do you think that was anything to do with how we didn't seem to turn up again to anybody, uh, that is? Oh, from his bed. I'll keep it simple. The, uh, I'm I'm of the old school. Uh, if he's played for Spurs, that's great. Not played for Spurs. He's he's not my mate until after the game. So you go into this thinky right because this this whole thing about oh hugging and all. I'm not. I don't get it because cheeky that, bastard Bob. Human nature. <laughs> human nature. Me. He you says cannot, it to everybody. You know what I mean, it's, it's you, you. You don't. I know you see these things, but. To me, it's, it don't feel right, you know, because he's at home. If he was come to Spurs, Grand, all the way, but we were away from home, it was going to be a tough game. Actually, bring yourself to the level of, oh, it's a, oh nicey, nicey. Now, this is, I mean, the, the fighting mentality. Conte, but I think Conte actually started and alluded to that because he actually said he was going to give him a big hug and all the rest of it when he sees him. I know he's played from that into and all that, but nah, no friends until after. And then when we win... That's when you have friends. If we lost, I would have just walked off and not even said nothing to him. Personally. If they'd have seen him on the walk-in, fair enough. The minute that kit's on, the minute they're in that tunnel, fuck you, I'm having you. You best not have the ball for too long so I'm going through the back here. That, do you know what I mean? That that attitude. After the game, like I say, you want to touch each other's bums, you want to suck each other off, go for it. I don't care. The game's over. But it is, it comes, it always comes. Too nice, too nice. Jose Mourinho, too nice. Pochettino, too nice. Do you know what? Just go out there and kick the fuck out of somebody. Get the got get the get people revved up, and you know, and and just do it. You know, get the points. Do what we need to do to secure our top four. To secure top four for us, and it's it, it's. Do you know what? I, I tweeted it. This it was a frustrating watch, but again, going back to what I was saying before, Sam, it's Spurs. They're frustrating anyway. It's just you know, it was in our it's within our grasp, and. You know, we've just gone, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, look, we've got, oh, no, Arsenal, go on, go on, you have it, it's fine, don't worry about it, it's all right. It's the fine. strange thing is, though, it, we are obviously still in our hands as such, as Eric Dyer did mm. say, it's just the momentum, you know, Arsenal having won what they've done, them last two games, because nobody saw that. I didn't see them beating Chelsea, and I'll be honest with you, had they not beaten Chelsea, I couldn't have seen them beating Manchester United either. Mate, Chelsea However, rolled over for them, be honest. <laughs> Chelsea mate, they, 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 they dropped their shorts and lubed up, ready for a fist in, right? <laughs> there was. We, 
Do we love Tottenham Derby? Uh, hate Tottenham Derby even. Uh, touch me. Uh, you have the points. <laughs> Five more games of Battle of the Bridge style. If we can't win the game normally, let's go out and just, you know what I mean, make sure we show some fighting spirit. All Listen, mate, it's, it's up, mate, the minute Conte, mentioned, minute Conte mentioned finals, Harry Kane's disappeared. Yeah, yeah. I've said it before. And I'm not saying it for a laugh. I'm saying it because it's true. Cunt never turns up in a final. If Conte's mentioned the word final, and Harry Kane shit himself and gone back, gone. Oh no, fuck this. I'll see you later. But, uh, I want the, the thing with with, with Ericsson, I want to first of all, Chris. Uh, if he had signed the shirt during the game, then we might have had a bit of a problem. I don't see him going. Oh, listen, <laughs> well, we, 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 we wouldn't have had a problem because um, it would have been eleven versus ten. Just before this corner, boys. What, what you've got to remember now is, I mean, I remember I took my sister to her, and this person is in a different league to the player I'm about to mention. Um, when I took my sister to her first ever Spurs game, it was Spurs-Everton, it was when Paul Gascoigne was playing for Everton. And for about 85 of the 90 minutes, we were singing, you're Spurs and you know you are. And every time he took a corner, but that's Gaza. So we're talking up at Essendon. Were we got trying to... for European places or anything oh, like mate, that we're at talking that point? Back, mate, no, no, hell no, we weren't. Yeah. We, were, um, mate, we were talking top half of the table back then. That's the issue that I've got remember, here. What you've got to remember as well now, what you see, and it's been shown on uh, YouTube a million times, you saw Samuel Eto and uh, a Liverpool player swapping shirts at half time. This, this is now, this is modern day football. Mm. This is modern day football. When Gerard came back to Liverpool as Aston Villa manager, they're singing Steve Gerard the whole way through, the whole way through that game. This is what happens now, and a lot of a lot of this, a lot of this thing with Ericsson had to do with the circumstances of what happened to him in uh, in, in the Euros. If it, it hadn't been that, he wouldn't have been clapped at the corner. He wouldn't have been the emotion. No, everybody would have called him a cunt who down tools. <laughs> the emotion of that. <laughs> Got am, I wrong? am I wrong? I know you're laughing, but am I wrong? It, it got the emotion. It got the emotion of everyone, um, uh, and that's that. That's what did it. It would have been a, a handshake beforehand. It would have been after the ground doing whatever. But this is modern day football. And Christian, uh, Christian Eriksen, uh, it's it's. Listen, I I I'm with Gareth. He down tools. Would I if I was there? Would I have clapped? Yes. Would I have sang his song? No. Like I said, when Deli Ali came back to Everton. I wouldn't have clapped or sang his name. Um, I, I, I would have literally gone. I would have gone. Uh, he didn't deserve it. But what Christian Eriksen has been through, and thank God he's able to do what he loves again. Yeah, absolutely. So, I hundred percent agree with that. So that that that's the thing. And do you know what? Again, do you know what this is? When people made a whole thing about Harry Kane going to Augusta, if he had scored the winning goal against Brighton, not a goddamn word would have been mentioned of it. If we'd beaten Brentford. We'd all be saying, oh, wasn't that nice how we did that to Christian Eriksen? Because, we, like Sam said, when you're winning, you don't give a fuck. Mm. But the fact that we didn't, we put in a shit performance, all of a sudden, the thing to grasp straws at is, yeah, we, 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 uh, we celebrated Eriksen. That's the whole issue with this. Because there's nothing... Because Harry Kane went to Augusta and didn't score, oh, it's because he went to Augusta. Yeah, that's what nothing George says just... here. Uh, 180 minutes, Dross for blaming the Masters' goal for Eriksen. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But in terms of uh, uh, Eric's and Brian, I thought he was the best player on the pitch. Uh, Ryan Hard. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the referee was a second. The referee was a second. By Emerson Royal, that, that comes close. 
comes close to putting him up there. I mean, I personally think we'll get Ericsson next year. I think he'll be playing for Spurs next year. He's obviously. Oh, you've changed your tune since I first said it. Oh, no, I don't think he will. And I've said all along, watch him come back. And now look at you, Chris. You fucking. Do you know what? You know, I'm I'm running the show. I'm running the show. Let's be controversial. Ericsson's coming back. Oh, shit. Forgot Max said that. Oh. say is I've been saying we need an Ericsson replacement ever since he wanted to leave. I didn't think it would be Ericsson replacing Ericsson like Brian pointed out. I told yet. you this. I told you this months ago. Yeah. I, I pray, to, I pray to God that we don't well, get Well, Tommy's lost his channel now. This is the Max show because apparently he said this. No, 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 the, no, no, no. The, the Oracle. The Oracle. Please get it right. Right, but Chris, you can't deny. It. I said, I said to you ages ago. I even said to Tommy, Eric's not going. Everyone says he won't, but the reason I think he'll come back is because he's going to cost fuck all, and that will be one of the reasons he comes back. Eric's he's, he's worked with Conte. He's going to cost absolutely fuck all to buy. He is, you know, and as long as he comes back and produces, and happy days. But they're the big. But they tick Levy's big boxes. He's going to cost nothing, and he's already worked under Conte. And if Conte has at least half a hard on for him, then he'll come back. Yeah, what would you think, Brian, on his performance and him coming back potentially? No, 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 no. Listen, I, I, I've said it before. The whole problem we have is we get too sentimental with players, whether they're ex or whether they're current. We need, like bringing Potts back, I don't want to go back in time. I don't want to do this. Christian Erickson has got aged out. I'd rather we went and spent the money on a 24, 25, 26-year-old that's coming into his prime rather than bringing someone back who may or may not for a few weeks get beyond the first man in a corner or hit the wall on a free kick. If you can do it we've for Brentford, you can do it for We've already got Harry Kane to do that with free kicks. We don't need a second hit the wall person. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. And we, we're sitting here again. Yes, Eric Conte used it with Ericsson. Um, he doesn't play within a creative attacking midfielder. They come from the wing-backs. I don't want to go back. Yes, does it tickle the boxes to lose free? Yes. Will it be another, oh, look what Levy's done. He's brought a fan favourite back. Yes, it will. Yeah, Brian, and this is the only reason I say it. I'm not saying it's a good yeah. signing. I'm not saying he should be coming back. No, I know you're not. I know is you're it, not. I'm not yeah. talking about you. I'm, it, not, it's just, I'm, I'm sick and tired of going back and back and back. If we do that, let's go get Paul Gasco in our retirement. Let's get Ledley <laughs> King and Michael Dawson to get out of there. What, Glenn the Hoddle... Just, just, mate, he just needs a couple of weeks pre-season. He'll be back on form. Have him back. Easy. <laughs> Crouchy up front. Defile out of retirement. Conte did play with a Brozovic, who was a deep-lying kind of uh, playmaker, same with Fabregas. So, would Ericsson be able to... Um, don't know, don't care, don't there, do oh, okay. For me, for me you'd, have to, think, you'd, have to change, you'd have to change your, you have to change your formation, don't you? To fit him in, he's not going to be one of the three up front now that we currently play in the 3-4-2-1. Three, four, three, four, You'd have play. to drop Hoiberg or Bentancourt to fit him in, in my opinion. And I don't think he plays in a two well. He didn't play in a two for Brentford. He plays in a three. So going forward now, I you can't. I don't believe you can play Eriks in a two. It's almost like playing Harry Winks in a two. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work. You can play him in a three because he's got. No, don't get me wrong. Eriksen's still got the to, to get up and down. But as a two-man midfield, that's a hard job. You can, as we've seen, nullify that quite easily in terms of the way you play against Spurs. So if you had a three-man three midfield, 3-5-2, three, I could potentially see that. But I would only accept Ericsson as a squad player. I personally don't want him to sign again because, as Brian has mentioned, and you guys have already mentioned, it is taking, for me, it's taking a step back. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that he's the right player to take us forward. But 
they decide that he could use him and utilize him in some way, then maybe it might be something that does happen. But not, well, my lord, I don't buy a bloody DeLorean and just go back to the goddamn future. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's go, let's go bring the guy back. Watch it, watch it. He's he's text Ericsson, he's text Ellie. Right, he wants to get the band back together. Let's just go back. Let's go get our DeLorean and bring back. We bring back Sarah Knowles in left back. Dig him up and uh, get his ashes out, and we'll, we'll put him in. We can bring Pat Jennings. Let's go well, get them all back in their prime. Stevie Carr, should we give him a shout? No. <laughs> No, 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 no. We've got a comment here. This will cheer you up, Brian. Uh, big up, lads. Agree with Matt regarding Ericsson. Brian, of all people, you know what Levy is like. You're not spending money. Danny Kiriakou. Ericsson is better than what we have. And like Matt said, he will come back. Uh, the, the other thing, uh, Matt, that really pissed me off during the game, and, uh, you know, teams will... Pr- will uh, practice set-piece routines and corner mm-hmm. routines during the game. Fool me once, fine. Uh, fool me once, oh, I can't remember the thing, shame twice. on me. Fool me once, yeah. shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, what the fuck are you doing? It's three exact same <laughs> fucking corners. Exactly the same thing. Uh, Tony, it's not brilliant movement. He just me, stepped oh, me, back. Me, me, and Mark, me and Mark said this. They they, they were unlucky how, not to be two up at, at half-time how, at least. How, as a professional team, trying to go for top four, can you... I can understand the first one because you don't know what Brentford have been doing in training. Second time, what the three times? But does it come down to? But this is the thing: does it come down to uh, a manager who trusts in just zonal marking? Because obviously it's not man to man. Because who was there on Tony to pick him up when the ball dropped to him? You know, like you said, it happened three times. Um, I, I I don't understand where why we're not able to adapt or, or to at least have somebody covering Tony. You know, once that's happened once, you should sit there and think, actually, that looked quite bland. Let, let's just keep somebody on Tony. And, and they didn't. Like it's just happened with Brentford. Think of all the set pieces that we've struggled against this season. It's not... And I lost points understand. because. And we've lost points because of it. Exactly. But, but those games haven't been three exact corners and, and <laughs> certainly not in the same bloody game. I couldn't believe yeah. absolutely... I mean, Christopher Inshaw says here, bad zonal marking. I'm not sure. You couldn't tell if it was zonal or bloody man to man. It was, it was, it was neither here nor there, was it? And the fact well, that they didn't, even even after the second time, how they didn't again? Why did they pick up on somebody else? Why, you know, why, uh, why didn't they have somebody pick him up? Even it, it, it makes no sense. It almost looks like. Conte's come in straight after Nuno again. It's almost like we've gone we've gone back to, you know, that, those first couple of games where he's trying to get a tune out of everyone when he's trying to get his his message across. It we, we've just looked a little bit lost in the wilderness. For me, yeah, you know what it is. I, sorry, sorry. Scott say. M says here, there's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on you. Shame on you. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. Spurs can. Spurs can. They're terrible." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sorry, Sam. Carry on. No, just with Conte. I understand he probably expects the players just to have that mentality that he's got—a fighting mentality. But it's not. We we can see that these players are fragile in the sense where it appears that when they're under pressure, they don't seem to be able to perform. And that's one thing, Conte. In this situation now, he's experiencing the running. He's won titles in this situation to be able to. We're not obviously going for a title, but in a sense, 
the top four or getting fourth place is almost like a title for us between us and Arsenal because it's going to be a massive fillet for either of those teams to get into it. So I expect these players to understand that. And it's not like we haven't been in this position before. We've, we've, we've gone for top, but I don't understand how we can just... The two, the two games that we've just witnessed after the 32 goals we'd scored before <laughs> and have no shots is absolutely ridiculous. It's just, I don't understand where that's come from. You don't think we've uh, spent our quota, do you, for the between now and the end of the season in those thirty-two oh, goals? Run out. The meters run out. It's run That's out. It. The meters run out. Oh, don't say that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of comments here, uh, Luca. Uh, Hayden, Luca, thirty-six, watching now. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. He also says uh, you've changed your channel. It's still uh, Let's Talk Tottenham, Luca, but it's on Tommy's channel on Mondays, Fridays. Luca, this, this, this thirty-six viewers. This is why the Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, what was Bob's first comment? Uh, beautiful people on here, and Mac or something. And, like and Mac, yeah, I, I, yeah. Mate, I'm not special. I get special recognition from from the man himself. Yeah. Who, who who wants to uh, take this one from uh, from the man himself, Bob? Wasn't Ferguson coming back? However, mm. I'm aware there's a difference in history. But if a well playing Lampard towards his latter years is good enough for City, why not Ericsson for us? Who, who wants to take that one? We have to we have to stop comparing people with people. We have to stop saying, "Oh, do you know what? Uh, um, Dybala is Argentinian. He's going to be the next Messi." That you you don't just because he did it doesn't mean that it's going to work for every single player. Listen, Frank Lampard left a, a Chelsea hero on top of his gap, or not on top on the way down, but he was still prolonging in his career. He's gone to winter. He hadn't had a, a major heart issue, and he's come back to Brentford. Just because he's coming back doesn't mean they're they're going to be brilliant. Like when we put, when we brought Robbie Keane back, they, they don't always work. Doesn't mean just because they played that it's going to happen. And let's face it, even if Ericsson does come on a free, he's going to have a, a, a tidy wage. Let's put it that way, and that wage and that money can be spent elsewhere. Or bringing someone new in that's going to be hungry, that's going to want to compete, and I just don't see. If it was a four-two-three-one again, we were playing, and there's a space for him. Yeah, maybe, but like Sam said, he needs to play in a three. And at the moment, we can clearly see it's not going to be a three. And if we do go for a three, I think there's better players out there that'll be more yeah. hungrier. I was going to say, to be fair, a 30-year-old or, or a hungry 26-year-old, kind of, do you know what I mean? It's Ericsson's going to be, what, 30 and a half as, uh, when the season kicks off. He's and, and I understand the sentiment. I understand the love. And, you know, especially what happened at the Euros, I, I get why. I, I understand it. Um, whether I agree with it or not is irrelevant. I, I wouldn't be adverse to Ericsson coming back. I have made that clear. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend that I haven't said it because I have. Um, do I think he could still do something for Tottenham? Yes, I do think he put, could. But I don't think, he, for me, he would be more of the impact sub, the, the player to bring on to, to change something. Um, but, that's as far, and that, but that's as far as I can see it with Ericsson. I don't see him being a part of, a, of the first 11. I don't see him you know, running, running balls out for a full 90 minutes in the Tottenham squad. Um, but I do think that he would have something to provide and it'd be, there's some, he's still got something to give to Tottenham. And and the only and the reason I'm looking at it that way is I go back to what I said earlier. He ticks the boxes of what Levy will end up going for. All right. And if Matt, like I said, Matt, 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 let me yeah. just ask you this then. So at the moment he's playing first team regular football for Brentford. 
If yep. he comes back to Spurs, I think we've all agreed. For me, I don't think he's a a starter per se yep. every week. So he's going to have to be an impact. <laughs> he could probably go to from like I would imagine from West Ham below and and probably you know play regular football. So for him, he's going to want to do that as opposed to you know see out. You know, just sitting on the. I don't know. And again, we can't. But you've got to. But you've also got to remember. You look at mm-hmm. look at how many games that we're hoping to have next season, whether that be Champions League, Europa League, or or the Conference, right? You know. He's already proven that he doesn't trust loads of players. He likes a small squad. It's like a. a 30, he he, he does. He does. But this is why I think Ericsson, Because I think Spurs have a higher tempo. Than some than some squads, I think our temp our tempo normally not not com- looking at the game we've just played against Brentford, but I think our tempo is higher than Brentford normally. You know the that's way we play. On a counter, that's usually on a counter attack, though, isn't it? When, when still, teams we, are we sat play- back, it, it, it's side to side. Certainly that first half, you could see that Conte said in the second half, play quicker because the long balls mm-hmm. were coming along and the ball zipped along the floor. But, I, yeah. but like I say, for me, he could do something, but more, he'd be more of an impact substitute, you know, after, last half hour. And like I say, I err on that side of things because I do. <laughs> I think he just he just ticks so many of the boxes that that will will fit into to the money side of things with uh, with Levy. Yeah. I do apologise, Mac. I interrupted the oracle without asking permission first. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll um, you, you, mate. You'll get your penance later when I get the voodoo doll out. Don't worry. <laughs> Ow, Ow, what was that? What was that? It won't be your back that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you leave that alone. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Do, do you think that Ericsson, because I know reports are suggesting that, but I don't really believe anything can be this Do we actually know if he actually wants to come back to Spurs or is he playing for another club? Because he's only signed since the end of the season for Brentford. They might want to re-sign him. He might be happy to stay there. Who you knows? They're going to be in the Premier League. I, I, I've season. been told by my, my, my buddy at work that... Uh, gentleman's handshake gentleman's agreement if you if you want to call it that but there's been a kind of a verbal agreement that Ericsson said he'll sign for Brentford again unless a top six team come in for it which which that could be paper talk it could be this clickbait that you always see on Twitter it could have come from Brentford themselves uh, uh, that's all I've heard so w- whether that's true or not I don't know but uh, well, no, there's going to be some weight to that because uh, there is a strong Danish bond with Brentford Football Club a huge yeah. bond with it, and uh, that you you got whether whether they're obviously they're nowhere near us in size or anything like that. But the way Brentford have been run, and if you re- read all the stuff that's come yeah. out about them and their chairman over the last ten years, and what he's given to the community, and the way he's actually run that club and gotten to where they are with the stadium, that is a a club that treat their their community like the Leicester chairman, so so to speak. So. If a, I can clearly see if Ericsson doesn't get picked by a big six club, he'd say that. I can easily see that. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say Tottenham man, Dem, if you don't start insulting people on the chat, that's not being shown. But, uh, yeah. Oh, no, show it. Be Go on. Oh, Tottenham man, no, no, show no, it, mate. Let's I, do it. I haven't, mentioned, I haven't mentioned Levy once and you're tuning in to listen to me. So, uh, you can jog on if you don't. And you're, 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 you're the one that pulled the parasite up, mate. So, uh, yeah. Crack on. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he's, he's got a That's why he moved to Canada. Because he's got a very beautiful yeah. wife and he loves her very much and she loves him. He's get, he's yeah. probably getting a lot more than you, you little keyboard fucking warrior. Let's just be respectful to everybody. Everyone in the chat, be respectful. And then... But at the same time, if you're going to dish it, expect to fucking take it as well. Okay, now, jog on. Yeah, but, uh... 
this this here, Brian, uh, in particular, the first uh, two words, because I know you're a big fan of Hoiberg. Scott yep. M says, sell Hoiberg, bring in two quality midfielders and then bring Eriksen in, fine. But if we're bringing him in to, speed, to start or key player, no thanks. But in particular, the first two words, sell Hoiberg. Would you, I know you're a huge fan. I think I know the answer yep. to this because you've already said, are there better players out there than Hoiberg? Absolutely. So would you be in favour of that, sell Hoiberg, if it meant bring in the two quality midfielders and then Eriksen as a kind of, I guess, backup reserve for that? I've actually said this, like I said, on a, a number of occasions that, in my opinion, in that squad, and that's why I'm talking about this sentimentality with Bale, with Ericsson, with, and, and with players here. Um, Lloris, until his contract runs out, and we've got to scout that correctly. This is We, we need to be doing what uh, Man U did with Van der Sar when they, they scouted De Gea and got him. Um, him, Romero, I'd say Bentoncourt. Um, maybe Bentoncourt, that Skip, because Skip, I think, is just going to be an absolute superstar. Mm -hmm. Son, Kane are irreplaceable. You, For the money that we can possibly spend and get, you cannot upgrade them. You, you just simply cannot, unless you're talking huge amounts of money, which we know we're not going to spend. Every single other player in that team is upgradable. And as much as I love Pierre-Emil Hoybier, and as much as I love his mentality, if you can get a better player in than him, out you go, bye-bye, I love you, Pierre, but I love Tottenham he's, more. He's not the first on the list, though. Like I said, in no. terms of midfield, if yeah. we're going to sell midfielders, we're getting well, got rid of. We've got to get rid of well, things first before. I, 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 yeah, I think saying. he'll probably go. I, I, I was at the pub with my dad. Uh, he said, "I think Winks is probably going to go." In terms of Skip, I think Skip was a huge miss because we obviously didn't play very quick. I think Skip is that type of player. Even though he's so young, he's he's almost. You know, wise beyond his football in years. I think. Well, this, this is some I said have, about him. Have, I think he'd have he'd have seen in that game. We're not playing quickly enough. Like bollocks to it. I'm getting the ball. I'm playing it quickly for us, and then what? I'm going to get us going. I think he's been a huge miss as, as well as Benton Cora Hoiberg formed a partnership there. I think he's. I tell you what. I think. I think he's going to. He's going to come back. I think Skip. And I know we had this conversation with Tommy about who would you, you know, buy, buy, sell, and and loan. And Skip was in there. And I, I did say I'd, I'd sell Skip with based up on the other two hey. players that were in it. Based on the other two players in it at the time, I said I would sell Skip. And and Tommy was having a little heart attack because he's like so in love, so in love. But, but anyway, it, but uh, you, you, did you look at after he um after he signed his contract? Did you see his interview that they put out on Twitter? Yeah. Right. And I tell you what, I commented saying this boy's mentality, the fact that he's been injured, he's not on a training pitch, but he's been at every training session. He's been at every debrief. He's been at every every sort of like classroom session, right, that, that Conte has held. And he's 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 still soaking up that. He's, he's, he's a different breed, you know, compared to, you know, he's a, he's a bit old school. In, in how he is, but the fact that he's got that mentality to still be there, to soak everything in like a sponge, even though he's not getting, he's, do you know what? He's still going to be, when he comes back, an improved player because of it. And I can't, I'm, 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 I'm genuinely looking, I, 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 said what I, I said what I said, I said what I said with Tommy before he signed the contract, but to yeah. watch that, but to watch what he said, I'm sat there thinking, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm actually really, Really, quite anxious to see you come back, mate. Because I just, I, I he is there, there is something special about him. Gareth, to me, before before the before the injury, mm -hmm. for me, he was our player of the season. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and the thing, and the thing you noticed, and, and as I've said, it, and, and what we're looking at with Doherty is, I, I said, 
you realise how important Skiff is when he's not playing. You look at the Arsenal and Chelsea humiliations at the beginning of the season, yeah. and you look at the midfield since he went out before Benton Court came in, there was a huge, massive Ollie Skip hole there that wasn't getting filled. This guy is very, very special. Very. Yeah, I, 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 I think Matt, Matt. Sorry. I was just going to say, the difference being that with, with Skip, if you, you can bring him, like I say, if he was fit now, I think we probably wouldn't have as much struggles as we do because for content, I have some degree of sympathy for me. You can't really change the midfield in terms of the two and bring Winks on and improve it, in my opinion. I don't believe that Winks and Hoybier form a great partnership and Winks and uh, Bentoncourt is still a bit iffy, but either of those, in terms of Skip and Bentoncourt or Skip and Hoybier, I would have worked with. And had you been able to rest Bentoncourt, because he looked like he's carrying a bit of a knock, yeah. and you could have brought Skip in, that's a like-for-like change, in my opinion, in terms of um, ability and talent, in terms of being able to say we can go forward and you know, box to box, et cetera, et cetera. Winks doesn't provide that. So I have a degree of sympathy. What I don't have a degree of sympathy for Conte is, if you know, well, we can see that as fans, that in a two, he's not progressive enough. You have to change your formation or change your system to accommodate him. Almost build around skin. Now, that sounds a bit strange, but in a sense, it's not because man midfield you've done two things you've actually put him in a system that he can work in and you've shored up the midfield a little bit more so it is a big miss skip not being in the, mm. the starting 11 or even and that, that co- and that comment just came up everybody has a shit game spurs is a, against mura across the board was shit that that just it, it happens sadly and, and no, that, no, no, that no, is no, Easy way to say that one with that comment is gerard slipped and not cost him the title was gerard a shit player <laughs> Oh, yeah, fucking dog shit, mate. <laughs> no, it, 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 it happens. Players have an off game. Yeah. And it's... Uh, let's Kane's, face, had, Kane's let's had an off half it. season, yet he's still world class. Let, let, let's face it. Ollie Skip, when you go into a game against Mura, you don't think Ollie Skip is the match winner. Ollie Skip is there to try and assist the team and try and mop everything up. It was everyone else. The crap defending. Galini in goal. The strikers not doing their job. Harry Kane getting one goal when these the, these games should have been literally Harry Kane should be smashing threes and fours. Um, so I don't know how Ollie Skip can be uh, said he started that game against Mura. There, there, there's eleven players there that hang their hang their head in shame, not just one. Yeah, I think I think in terms of what Matt was talking about, Ollie Skip's mentality. I think you saw that in the City game, first game of the season. He had a terrible 10, 15 minutes. First 10, 15 minutes. You see a lot of players. <laughs> I don't want to pick on Winks, but go hiding, don't want the ball, always pass backwards, look for the easy pass. He didn't do any of that. He was driving forward. He's trying to be progressive, make killer passes. I think that tells you everything you need to know about him. And I think going forward, like I agree with Max that he'll become a better player because he hasn't missed a beat in terms of the, the being with the team and the, the, the tactical briefings and everything like that. I think he's the one player that we've got who <laughs> we don't have anyone, will when he plays and, and, and be able to take a game by the scruff of the neck and drive a team forward. I, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as like a, a you know, a, a Roy Keane for Man United against Juventus. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be that good, but I think he, he will. And if he doesn't, he will at least try, which is a lot more than can be said for some of them at the moment, actually try and take the game by the scruff of the neck, actually try and make something happen and actually try and get us playing quicker and, and all the things we need to do. I think he's, going to be immense going forward and and people say future Spurs carry, he could be future England captain if he carries on and doesn't uh, injuries don't affect him 
It, it, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, you, you can't disagree with that. You know, you, I, I think what we, do, but what we need to do as a fan base is we need to relax as regards Skippy because he's got a lot of potential. And this was the reason why I said I'd sell him because <clears throat> Tommy was was wanting to keep him based on potential. I was looking at the fact that we already had people, um, uh, you know, that were a bit more solidified. You know, um, a Matt, bit more don't established. You don't, don't you think he's proved? He's proved himself, even in the, the games that he has played. I know, obviously, he's well, but, this, but this is a bit, but the, yes, I get what you. I, I know what you're going to say, and I'm sorry for interrupting you. But yeah. under Pochettino, everyone started getting het up about Winks, thinking that he was going to be something special. And look at what's happened to Winks. You know, is it the system? To be fair, Pochettino system suited Winks. Didn't didn't. But, but potentially, you know what? Potentially it did. But we all got so hepped up, and it was, it, you know, so one of our own, Harry Winks. And then, do you know what? The minute there was a shit game, he was the first person to get dug out by the fans. And I don't think, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that that it's the fans' fault that that Winks has turned to rat shit. But I, I, I kind of want us to have a, a little bit more kid gloves with Skippy, to have a little bit more patience with him, because I think there's a lot more there with him. I just think as well, though. Yeah, you're right, and 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 we should. But this is this is what Conte wants, though. He wants players who are robust enough to accept criticism. He needs players that can. Right. This is the mentality thing. Mm. You saying to me that if we're on, because this is not a new thing now. Fans go on and we go on Twitter and we do all the rant. The players know this. But if you're uh, and you go on and you're, oh, I can't play. Oh, because they've said this about me. Then you're not good enough for the club. You're not good enough to play top level football in my opinion yeah. because you have to be robust it's inevitable you're gonna get this so what i've seen of skip he's he got some criticism early doors because mm. there was some things but he's progressed you know in the games after that i see him get better unfortunately with the injury let's see what he's like when he comes back because it could be the injury that's gonna hold him back in terms of his career let's let's see what happens but they wouldn't have maybe maybe they have but i don't know if they would have signed him up for a long-term deal if he was injury wasn't something that they thought he could get over. But yeah, I mean, let's wait and see. Yeah, I mean, Richard Knight says this: uh, long-term injuries have affected many players in their return performances. Uh, but like, like you say, Sam, I think you know the, the medical stuff at, at top-level football clubs now is so so big that they'd have uh, they wouldn't have given him a high-level contract if they certainly five-year one. If there's any doubt that in two years he's he's not going to have progressed at all. And if they are, uh, then this this heads need to roll. That's pretty much. But I mean, what, what, what you got what you got to look at as well is the season before Ollie Skip played every single minute of every single championship game until they were promoted, and then broke his metatarsal. So he played a lion's share of those forty six games. I think it was forty two games in the championship, which is uh, Monday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever, and he played every single minute of every single game in the in the league um so i think that shows that he's he's durable obviously he's picked up this injury um as soon as they announced it and said it'd be a little while whilst i was still in england i heard that it's a lot worse than first of all and then obviously he was coming back we heard he's in training and then obviously he's done something where he, he they've tried to rush him back or he's tried to rush himself back and it was a step too far i don't think there's any any uh, any problems like like a Sessignon who just put, is made a Weetabix and just picks up an injury and when they come. 
I just, I just don't think uh, Skip falls into that model. No, and uh, 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 Mac, uh, Dave, uh, uh, Raybold here. How you doing, Dave? If we bought more quality midfielders, we could send Skip out and loan again, let him mature and improve out of the spotlight. I mean, I, mean, I disagree with that. I think it, it, his loan is done. He, he is a quality midfielder. I don't uh, think he's he, he proved. I think he proved at Norwich. Um, yeah. I think I mean, Norwich he was, was instrumental very, in their promotion. It was a very, very good loan for him. Um, and and the, the player, that the, the way he came back was, was superb. Um, and yeah. It's how how old is he? 20? 21? 22, I think. Yes. Yeah, he's only young. Yeah, I'll See, check. And that's, okay. I understand what, in, in terms of, yeah, he's not, he's not old, but in terms of football terms, 22, we've he's got. He's 21. He's 22 he's in September. Right, so again, that should be now. If he is of the talent that we believe he is, and I think he is, he should be able to push for. He's already done that. So again, I wouldn't send him out alone. He's need to now prove he can play at this level consistently. Try and stay injury free where possible, and show us what he can develop into. Twenty one, twenty two is now an age where you want to be looking at them sort of players to get in. Because look at you know you've got to look at. The, lo- the longevity of, 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 and I hate to use them, but I'm going to use them, the Arsenal guys that they've got. That looks like if they can keep them, that's the problem that they might have, is keeping them. They are talented enough to then go, by the time they get to 24, 25, they are worldies, in my opinion, if they can... A bit like how Phil Foden progressed, has progressed at Man City. 100%. So, and you yeah. can't, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't send Phil Foden out on loan again from City, would you? No chance. <laughs> No, and, 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 the guy, and the guy's getting and the guy's getting game time, so it's not like he's going to want to go and get it anywhere else, is he? So that, that's what you get, though, with these these. Harry Kane's proved it as well. Winks did to a certain extent, and then went off the boil. And and Skip is proving it, and now Foden as well. They come through the youth ranks, so they've got something to prove. You go and buy so and so from the Spanish league. Certainly, at Man City, you get I don't know two hundred grand by the time he's twenty. I don't care if I get in a team. I've got I've got like seven Ferraris here, and my mum's got four. Like, but, but, yeah, she only lets me drop three of them. Yeah, skip, skip Kane. It was the same with Gerard at Liverpool. Obviously, a different era in football, but Foden the same. They've got stuff to prove because they want to go to their boyhood teams, the team that they came through the ranks with, and they've got more desire to succeed. Not because they get all the money. It's like that horrible little shit at Liverpool, isn't it? Harvey, um, what's his name? He's, yeah, he's exactly the same, and you, and you need that, and that will progress. And and Winks, I not Winks, Skip. I think you know when Benton Kerr and Hoiberg were getting all their praise at what a partnership. I think Skip's probably been at home going, they are good. They're not fucking better than me. And then his motivation, I think, will be I'm forcing my way back into that team. And that you, comes from forcing his way up the ranks. He's obviously mentality as you, well. You know there's going to be and a training ground in, you know there's going to be a training ground injury when Skip goes straight through Pierre Henry or Hoiberg. Just fuck but off. I, but I think a lot of players that we have, and it'll be the same at other other clubs as well. It's not just Tottenham. We'll be yeah, I'm playing football. I don't have to work for the rest of my life. You know, I can retire. Well, a bit like Deli Ali. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll I, just play PS5 and do TikToks. Yeah. Well, I think he, he he's obviously got so much money now. And I think he's he's got his endorsements. And I think it's indicative of the, the, the world we live in. I think people like Skipper are, are in the minority now that are playing football for the love of football. A lot of these youngsters, I think, play football because 
<laughs> Asu Okoto was the pioneer there because they're good at it and it, they get a lot of money from it. I think the love of the game has gone out. and It's a real shame. I think Skip is one of the minority there who plays football for the love of football and he's playing for his boyhood team. And, and you know, he loves that badge. It sounds cliche. And I think he will be thinking... I'm getting back in that team. They're not forcing me out. I've just had a bit of bad luck with injury. I'm forcing my way back into that team. Whereas other players, I think, well, yeah, if I get in, I'll see if I can get back in. But if not, I'll still get like 100 grand a week or whatever. And Foden is exactly the same. He's forced his way in there with a team of absolute superstars. And a little kid from Manchester has forced his way in there. Yep. And you've got to look at someone like another example, Jack Greenish. I know he's obviously only been at City for one season, but when you buy someone at 100 million, you're not expecting him to be on the bench more than he's playing, in my opinion. So, again, you've got to kind of look at what happens with a player when they've got that sort of tag and they're thinking, right, you know, uh, have they got the mentality to then use that and then take it on? Jack Greenish, we was obviously tired with him. And, you know, had we got him, we might have seen the great Jack Greenish that we've seen at Aston Villa, but then we might have got what we've seen at Manchester City now and all the things that we've seen him going out pissed up in Manchester. I don't know, because London would have been a, an attraction and we, we just Man- don't Manchester know. and so, London, let's be honest, there's not much difference between the two, is there, at the moment? Exactly. But he, he, he at Villa, to my point earlier, was a Villa fan. He came through the youth ranks there. He wants to play for Villa because it's his boyhood team. Now he's got, oh, God knows what money he's on at Man City doesn't have to work for the rest of well, he wouldn't have had to work to Villa for the rest of his life because he was their best player, but he doesn't have to work for the rest of his life now. And then you can take your, 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 and some players as well, certainly with him, big fish in a small pond suits them, small fish in a big pond. A bit like Darren Bent, Darren Bent at Charlton. Every time I hear big fish in a small pond, I always think of Darren Bent Charlton. Absolutely smashed it in. Kane Spurs disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, I think Jack Grealish could be the same where... I think Skip. I, I think Skip could, you know, if he matures in the way that he is, could play for anybody because I think he's got that mentality that I'm, I'm the best. I'm I'm better than anybody. I think he's got that mentality. Whether he is better than all these people or not, I think he's got that mentality. Kane certainly has that mentality, other than finals. Um, but yeah, I, I think Skip is the future of Tottenham. I think selling him, loaning him, whatever would be. Big mistake, I think. I agree. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know you've got to go, Sam. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, people will obviously know you from Paxton Road TV, but uh, for anyone who doesn't and <laughs> looking at YouTube or anything, uh, tell us a bit about the channel. Well, you might not recognise the background because usually it's a little bit better. But um... someone, someone did say this isn't Sam. Sam's at home in his usual place. His brother is doing a show today. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Sam's twin? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, right then. So yes, Paxton Road TV. Thank you very much, Chris Fabian. It's always a oh, no pleasure. I've been on with all you guys and obviously Mr. Daigle. We've not seen each other for a little while, but we will see each other again very soon. And Matt, thank make you sure. Yes. Mate, always, always a pleasure. <laughs> but no, it's been it's been really good. And you can catch us over at Paxton Road TV. Uh, Talking Points will be this Wednesday. No, Tuesday, actually. Um, and yeah, just look out for previews and review shows. Um, had a bit of a ranty one on, on the other day after the Brentford game. And it was a literal rant. But that's because Spurs doing this thing again to us. And we've got to stay with them. We've got to try and... What's background music? What's going on? Is that background music? Not me. 
Just Marvin Gaye, yeah. mate. Let's get it on in the hotel room. It's a bit Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. 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 let us get it on 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 but no, it's been fantastic. And as um, always, you know, thank you for having me on. Oh, it's always a pleasure having you on. And yeah, make sure you check out Paxton Road TV. It's in the description, uh, both for the uh, YouTube description and the podcast descriptions. So make sure you check that out. Talking points tomorrow as well. Uh, make sure you check that out and hit the subscribe on their channel. But yeah, cheers, cheers Sam. Let you get nice some uh, uh, dinner. Top man, catch you later, bud. Because I'm going to... I might, I might not look it, but I'm, I'm wasting away here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Sam. Cheers. Always a pleasure. Cheers, See you later, buddy. See you later. Be safe. Bye-bye. Cheers. And, uh, yeah, Brian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our Arsenal favourites now for top four. I've got I've got the fixture list here. Uh, you'll have to excuse me. I found this on uh, online and I didn't have time to amend it. So, yeah. Ignore from the 23rd of April. We're going from the on. We've got Leicester at home, Liverpool away, big Arsenal game at home, Burnley at home, Norwich away, Arsenal. I've got West Ham away, Leeds at home, us away, Newcastle away, Everton at home. Uh, I mean, it changes so quickly, changes so quickly. Like I said, two weeks ago, we were the favourites for top four. Two weeks before that, we were in the position we are now. And now here we are four weeks after that back to, to square one again. Uh, it can all change. And, and you know, they've got Everton last game of the season who could be needing to win that game to stay in the Premier League. And that's not going to be easy. But are they favourites for top four now? I don't think anyone expected them to beat Chelsea. Uh, but they expected um, them to lose to South, uh, beat Southampton and they lost to them. So it's crazy what can happen. Yeah, I, 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 listen, I said I don't think we were going to get top four. And then I, we got to fourth and I was seeing uh, results that looked promising. And I, I, I changed my mind and said, yeah, do you know what? I think I've got this wrong. I think we can get top four. And I'm not, I flipped, but I'm not flopping. I'm staying, I'm staying with, we're going to get it. I mean, the, the most important thing, good evening, Mick. The most important thing is we're, we're playing before them now. So we have to send these messages and have to say, right, we've done our job. Um, now you go do your, or hopefully you don't do yours. Um, the, the the West Ham haven't got any centre backs when it comes to playing them this week after Craig Dawson sending off and uh, their injuries. So that's a big uh, problem for us. Will, will, um, will, will they particularly care about that? Or, or, or obviously they want to win. They don't it's want to lose. West Ham. It's like Garrison. It's like Arsenal, Chelsea. They don't care. They don't, oh, it's don't a we hate Tottenham boys, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it, exactly. uh, they'll, they'll be fingering each other and going, oh no, no, please after you. So, 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 so you, I don't think that, that would be the team talk. I, I honestly don't. What, 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 what the, the one stat that worries me as well is I, I've, I've got a friend who's a, uh, a Leicester City fan, and he gave me a stat that I wasn't uh, very, very pleased with, which is over the last few seasons, whenever we've played each other, if one person has won the first fixture, the other team has always won the second i.e. last season they beat us at home, we beat them last game of the season and so on and so on for the last few seasons and obviously we all know what happened at Leicester this season. I was there. Um, I'm hoping that stat doesn't come true 
But I think it all depends yeah. as well. And I think this game desperately, desperately hinges on how they play against Roma. If they if they score four or five against Roma, they they they'll play all their big hitters because they know they can relax or semi relax and take. But if, yeah, because the they've, they've got the West Ham game. West Ham is either side of their no, semi final, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm, talk, I'm talking about Leicester against oh, Roma. Oh, so yeah, Leicester, they've got because the same thing Leicester, for them. If Leicester, are, if Leicester are losing or there's a, a score draw or nil nil, whatever, Leicester are going to have to rest players. Where is They're the game? Have, is it at Leicester or at Roma? The first leg's at Leicester. Right, okay. So this is this is it because the Arsenal the top so we yeah, because Leicester's is games uh, our game with them is either side. Arsenal's game with West Ham is either side of their semi final. It's it thing is, the problem is is there's too many variables still as to whether or not it's gonna it is gonna work for us. Um, you know, I know you sit there and, and, and said, you know, they're they're not gonna you know, that's not gonna be the team talk where they're gonna be fingering each other and just let them fucking waltz through. But let's be honest, Chelsea laid down and opened up easier than John Cherry's mum. So, you know, it's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> no, it was ridiculous to to watch that game. It was a fucking joke. They but, they but, it, it but, but like like Brian said about Skip and Moore, could it just be a bad game? I, I personally think I, I don't think any team goes out going, let's lose this game. We don't care. No, let, let, let's put up, let's put up a fight for 45 beer. Who leaves Rudiger, right, and um, Thiago on the bench when they have never started a game without at least one of them, right? And then even I, when they brought I, I him on in the second think, half, he was dog shit. Yeah, I, I personally think the, the exploits in Madrid, I think, took their toll on them a little bit there. Why? Because they because after after they got done by um, after they got done by Real, didn't they go out and smash somebody six nil? Yeah, yeah. So you know, like I said, you know, Chelsea. If that had been Tottenham, they'd have turned up like like steroid steroid induced Rottweilers. Instead, they turned up like Chihuahuas for Arsenal. And you know, and afterwards, you just know full well the fans were tonguing each other outside. Fucking well done, we screwed Tottenham. Way. <laughs> I, 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 genuinely, mate, I've never once in my life believed, right, that the that the Premier League was corrupt in any way, shape, or form, right, as regards the actual like on on the pitch antics, but refereeing and all that, different story. But for, for but for the first time, actually watching football, I sat there and thought, you're taking the fucking piss. There is something more afoot, and I genuinely for for a, a good good hour, I genuinely sat there thinking to myself in the van. There's something seriously not right about this result. Just to how easy it was. You know, you look at the the pass into the corner by Smith Rowe. Mendy has been eating those up all season. They, they've been, you know, nothing like that's overly got past him. You know, if you look at, at the saves he's made, I know he hasn't had his best season, but things like that weren't getting past him. Yet all of a sudden versus Arsenal, he, he, he forgets, you know, how to be a goalkeeper. Yeah, I, it it I just didn't worth, seem right. I think it's worth saying as well, Brian, that, Regardless of whether Chelsea let them win or not, or, or you know whatever, it's still in our hands. We win all of our games. It doesn't fucking matter if Chelsea roll over, West Ham roll over, we're fourth. Uh, but then that comes the mentality and the, uh, the the kind of bottle, and and that's where we've what, fallen what, what, down what, 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 in previous you, uh, uh, decades. What, what what you've also got to remember as well is, please God, it's not done and dusted like. Uh, impossible was for, for for us to get it either before that game or or after that game because going to Newcastle on the last home game of Newcastle season when they're bang in form and believe me St James's Park is my favourite away day I love going to St James's Park I love it's going to be rocking um, 
but for the first time in a long time, not only are they completely safe and it's not an issue, um, New Arsenal don't normally do well at Newcastle away anyway. Um, but then what also is going to happen, that atmosphere on the final home game of the season, can you imagine how much hope and how much optimism and how much good feelings there's going to be around St. James's Park for the and those they, fans are phenomenal. That is not an easy place to go to. And they then, don't have many away. They don't have many final home games where they come away with a result either. The last one, yeah. I, the last big one I remember was when they were relegated and did us five one. Yeah, well, this is the thing as well. And then you got to remember, if it's still up for grabs, yes, we've got Norwich. And let's face it, out of the three that could possibly go down, I think we all know Norwich is the most certain. Obviously, um, well, I think Norwich got, and Watford are down, and then it's yeah, one so, so two they've got to go. They've got to go, and it could be all right. It's at the Emirates, and they've been awful away, but it could be Everton fighting for their absolute goddamn mm. life. Well, I think that's um, a real potential banana skin for them. So, so yeah, so, so we shall see. We we shall see. So, do you know what? As long, listen, if we win, I, I, you got we, we've got Leicester and uh, Liverpool. They've got um, uh, West Ham. Yeah. No, I know they got West Ham and Leeds. Before we play them, so as long as if we can, let, let's face it, uh, three points out of the two is acceptable for me. Always the bare minimum. Four is acceptable. Six is obviously absolutely champagne and skittles. Um, <laughs> but I think we, I think we, I think we need three or four, and just hope Arsenal can drop some points somewhere to to even. Make this North London derby the 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 game that it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, like like we said in the last four weeks, it's chopped and changed, chopped and changed, and and it's going to sound ridiculous here. I'll get some flack for this. I, I'm more confident in the next two games than I was in these last two games, just because Leicester know nothing than to attack us, and if they've had, uh, we saw what happened with West Ham after their European <laughs> game. They, you know, yeah, we played well, but they were tired. They were tired. Hopefully that can happen with um, Leicester. And then Liverpool, everyone's expecting us to get beat. We, we were expected to beat Brighton. We were expected to beat Brentford. And we, not froze, but we just didn't turn up. We're not expected to get anything other than an absolute destruction at Liverpool. And I think what happened in the home game where we created six, maybe slightly more, seven, certainly six clear, clear-cut chances because of Klopp's suicidal tactics just leave two at the back. I think that will have a say as well. They'll be a bit more cautious in that respect, so maybe not attack us as much. I, th- well, I, think, there's a, I, think, there's a, I think there's a draw for us. I think there's a draw yeah, for us. But at there's Liverpool. still an option there for us to cause them problems. Obviously, but this goes forward, back to what I. Scary. But this goes back to what I said at the beginning. Towards the beginning, we play these lower league sides or these so-called mm. smaller sides, right? They defend Defensive to the hilt. They don't yeah. leave. Yeah, they don't leave the space for us to be able to like, to exploit. You play teams like Leicester who like to attack. You play teams like Liverpool who like to attack we all get chances it's just whether or not we put them away yeah and and be, being that they're going to attack the turnover will happen because you know we will we will get the ball back at some point and if they're attacking then that's going to allow Kane to drop deep because there's going to be no one there to, to stop him it's just with Liverpool it's just the case of if we can keep them out if we can keep them out I can see us getting chances and, and we should have beaten them at home six clear-cut chances should be scoring more than two of those and I, I can see us doing something in that game. Whether we win or not, I'm not sure. But I think we can get a draw. Leicester, I think, tired from, from 
Europa. Certainly if the game's still in the balance, like Brian said, obviously if it's 4-0, they're likely to be able to rest three players after 60 minutes, uh, three of their big hitters, and then coast out 4-0 winners. If, if, if there's something to play for, yeah, and, and, and they, they'll attack us as well at home. And yeah, I'm strangely optimistic, not so much about the Leicester game, but the Liverpool game, which... Yeah, everyone is expecting us to get an absolute tonking there, like a cricket score, rugby score. And I can see us getting something there. I mean, what do you think of the next two games, Brian? You've obviously said what three points minimum, four points, great, six points, champagne. Champagne is good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what do you honestly rec- uh, 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 think we can get there? You know, realistically get, obviously we're not going to beat Liverpool 6-0 at Anfield, but realistically, what, what do you think we can get out of those next two games. Well, when you look at it on the other side, after that game, Liverpool will know if they're in the Champions League final or not. Or oh, actually, I think there's two weeks behind between the semi-finals. So they've, they've got that to compare with. But the one thing they, Liverpool they, they, have... They've got the FA Cup the week after as well. I think the 14th, I yeah. think that is. Uh, part of their the quadruple thing, quest. I mean, you saw it yesterday. They, they, they brought subs on. They brought on... They brought on Diaz. They brought on, the, 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 their strength in depth is just unbelievable. They, they should they have been are, down to ten men. Mane doing exactly what Dembele did and got a six-game ban. So whether they, they, feel, they feel, you know what's going to happen at Anfield. You know, like what happened at Old Trafford in its heyday when they were. There's certain places you go to where it's very, very intimidating for the referee to to give it. VAR didn't even look at it. Um, so it, it it weren't even a, or even if they did look at it, they didn't call it over to the ref to to, to inspect further. Listen, Liverpool. If it, if you gave me a draw right now, I take it. I snap your goddamn hand off. Snap your goddamn hand off. It's, it's exactly like you you were, I think you said earlier. Momentum. If we can beat Leicester, don't lose to Liverpool. Momentum, isn't it? Stop that. Yep. You forget about those two god awful games. Yeah, and I've got to say, Billy, Billy uh, uh, Corkill, I wish I was sounding like a Liverpool fan because I'd be talking about going for the quadruple. I really wish, I really wish I could sound like that and say Champions League semi-final, Carabao Cup in the bag, going for the Premiership for a, a third challenge in a row and in a do, semi-final of the Champions League. Do you reckon they'll feel the pressure there? I know this is Liverpool who, no, who, who have done all sorts Liverpool. of things, but, but this is unprecedented stuff they're going for a quadruple that the trebles happened with obviously united in 99 quadruple has never happened before and i'm sure i think they're doing it before. i think they're doing it but, but do you I think they'll kind of uh, uh, feel the pressure if, if, if no. the closer it gets if they do get that well they're going to feel the pressure like man you did growing that is a it's a an unprecedented like i said it'll be an historic thing i there's just something about liverpool right now there is just something about liverpool right now um, and I, I, I honestly, honestly think they're doing it. I watched the Everton game, not all of it. I missed the first twenty minutes, but certainly after half time, Everton caused them a lot of problems. Uh, uh, they could have had a penalty. Everton, Gordon, I thought yeah. was the best player in an Everton shirt by quite a, a distance. Yeah, they obviously didn't take their chances. I, I can't really remember them having a clear cut chance, but they obviously had chances which they got behind them a couple of times. And this is Everton, which was Charleston, who just spends most of his time on the floor. Calvert-Lewin is obviously injured. Uh, but, but if Chris, you've got there, there, Kane, son, with space, 
we showed that in in the first game. We can cause them problems. I think but, it's just keeping out the other end. This is the thing with Liverpool, though. Like you said, they got the job done. They weren't the best team in the second no, half. They yeah. Everton really, but they they kept it together. The 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 Liverpool Anfield was in full cry. Uh, they knew the Everton were in dire straits and it could be relegation. Um, and whenever Liverpool play bad or a Man City or whatever, they they can play shit. But then they'll get the job done, and so then they don't. They they they're like right. That's three points in the bag. Here we go. And what Klopp has them doing? I mean, you you just got to look at people like Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold. These play. I mean, the energy these players have, and around the whole team, it, you just that's kind of stuff you can't coach. You're you're born with that, and you 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 that that mentality, that passion, that desire, that 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 want to 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 achieve stuff, and they are just on another planet right now. They're on another planet. I mean, Matt, do you think they'll do the quadruple? And and, and mm. obviously, the Everton, you know, it was a different game. They want to send Everton down. That's their big rival. Yeah. But it's obviously a different game than uh, our game is going to be because they haven't got that history and rivalry and everything like that. But they're on a mission at the moment to get that uh, 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 quadruple. But they've obviously <laughs> got the FA Cup against Chelsea 14th, potentially mm-hmm. a Champions mm-hmm. League final. They've got the League Cup in the bag. And I think the title is going to go to the wire last day of the season, possibly similar to, you know, the Aguero famous yeah, goal Sunderland last game. thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't. Do, I do don't think, think they'll sorry. I was, um, do you think they'll get the quadruple? Or what do you think about Liverpool? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they're going to get the quadruple. I think City are going to win the league. Um, so I think they're going to miss out on the Premier League. Um, so where do you think Liverpool will buckle, or, or do you think they'll just win all of their I, games? I just, I just, I just, I just think, yeah, I, I just think, I, I've, I've, I've had it niggling at me, and I've said, I said it on Tommy with Tommy before. I said, I've, I've just got this, I've just got this thing in the back of my head. We're gonna, we're gonna get a draw out of Anfield. Um, I've just got two, two in my head, um, and I'm sticking with it. Um, and I just think, yeah, I, I, I think, um, I, th- I think, yeah, they're, they're not gonna do the quadruple. If they end up with Madrid in the final, don't get me wrong, I think there'll be uh, an element of trying to get payback because of what happened when they played Madrid in the final a few years ago, you know, when, when Bale just came on. 2018, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, when Bale came on and just, yeah, did, did you know, did, did them over. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I can see them. I, I, I don't know, the Champions League, I'm a bit, I'm not sure. The, 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 the Cups, I think they might, yeah, do a domestic double with the Cups. I don't see any reason why they won't with that. But the league, I think City are just too strong. They're, they're going to just power on through. And if Madrid turn up the way they did against Chelsea then and, and Modric plays the way that he did, then I think that Liverpool are going to have issues in, in the Champions League. And, and, and for us, you, you've said a point there at Anfield. Do you think mm. it'll be four points in the next two games with a win over Leicester? Or do you think Leicester will cause us? Or do you think it completely um, depends on how their European game on Thursday goes? I'm, I'm all two teams that always worry me when Tottenham plays Burnley and Leicester. They're the two teams that always worry me. Um, you know, and someday, you know, some games you you watch it and I'm, I'm watching it like this, thinking fucking hell. There's other times where you know we've 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 won five two, you know, and it's and oh we've we've absolutely smashed them. You know, I remember being watching at Wembley when Leicester Vardy came on and um, you know they had the, he came on to take the penalty and missed it. Happy days, you know. Um, yeah, it, it worries me. I've. I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I think Europe will have a big inf- influence on, on the team selection for Leicester. I'm hopeful four points. Um, yeah, um, I, I don't think we're going to do worse than three. 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm hopeful of at least four points out of those two games. Yeah. And, and Brian, one thing that is going in our favour for the Leicester game is that Harry Kane has not scored more goals against any other team other than Leicester. Leicester at the top of his list. It's something silly like 17 goals. So do you see him carrying that on? I mean, we, right. we've got to have a shot on target at some bloody point. Uh, um, I, 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 I hope so. But I also, when the commentator over here said before the game started, Harry Kane has scored against 30 out of the 31 Premier League teams he's played. The one being he hasn't is Brentford. I was like, well, thank you. He's scoring today. Um, and he didn't. Um, he couldn't I, score with a £50 note hanging out of his zipper walking into a brothel at the moment. Um, so, 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 yes, it gets to the point. But, but what I will say is with Leicester, it, it is a different kettle of fish. There. There just seems to, like I said, it used to be Alan Shearer with Leeds, Drogba with Arsenal. Um, there are certain games or certain teams that no matter what, these strikers find the way. And I, I, I can't not see Harry Kane. He scored the first goal in the Filbert Street, uh, Filbert Street, that's the old stadium, at the King Power Stadium. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can see Harry Kane getting a goal or more than one, shall I say. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, if, if we get an early one against Leicester, then I, I think then we're, yeah, we're, 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 we'll, we'll comfortably do them. Yeah, I, I think if we don't get a shot on target against Leicester, I think we've got more problems than even I thought. I, I think they'll be so... They don't know anything other than to attack generally Leicester. But uh, uh, just before we go, uh, Brian said he thinks we'll still get top four. What, what's your opinion on that? Uh, I mean, is anyone else in it? I think Man United are in such disarray. And, and one of the things I, I uh, just just very quickly is... Uh, Harry Maguire had bomb threats at his house on, on Wednesday. Ragnick did a press conference on Friday and said he hadn't spoken to him. I think that's part of the problem there. The, the, the manager just, you know, Ferguson would have been phoning that player up before the police arrived. So I, I, I think... Ferguson would even, have been there before the police arrived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think even though they've got their new manager now and you kind of, not a new manager bounce, but you know you're playing for the manager. I think they're too far behind, got too many problems. West Ham, mm. I think, are in the... It's Europa League or nothing for us. So I think top four is between us and Arsenal. It's still in yeah, our hands. If we can get like a draw or something, or even more against Liverpool, beat Leicester, momentum turns to us. And then regardless of what happens with Arsenal, it's then the London derby. We win that. It's changed again. And we're on top. Well, possibly yeah. not if we get a draw and they get two wins. But the momentum there and then they're tough games. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. My, my answer, my answer, mate, right now is I don't know. And it's like you say, it, it could, do you know what? Two, two weeks ago, I was sat there thinking, fucking happy days, get your neck braces on again, Arsenal fans, you know, all that looking up, it's back. And, and, and now I'm, I'm sat here going, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's my honest answer. Right now, I don't have a fucking clue. And I think it is going to all come down to the North London derby. And and we need to be there and we need to raise that roof and we need to raise it for 90 minutes. We don't need to be chanting for the first fucking 10 minutes. And the minute they have a shot on goal, we all sit down and go quiet. You know, we, we, we need to be there back in those all, all the way. We have to game. do that. We have to do that against Leicester. We we have to be making that a, a tough atmosphere. And and every away game you, you go, you see now on TV, all you hear really is the Spurs fans. So, the fans are doing their job, certainly away from home. They've got to do it at home as well. Oh, the away support. You can't And, you can't and the players the have got to support. respond to that as well. Yeah, yeah you, they, they have to. They, 
but the, but this is a problem. You, they need they need to sell more tickets to fans and less to tourists, so that we can keep raising the roof, so that we can keep chanting and shouting and screaming and not having people going, oh, do you mind sitting down because I can't see what's going on? No, fucking stand up, mate. Fucking get behind the boys. You know, it's um. <laughs> Do you know what? Like I say, sadly, I'm 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 at that point at the moment where I, I I just don't know. I'm hopeful. Obviously, I'm hopeful. I want us to be be top four, and I'm I'm hoping we do it. But at the same time, you you look at the games that, that we haven't got results in last two games, not even a shot on target against teams that that last season weren't an issue. You know, yeah. We, so yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's my honest answer. Yeah, I'm confident in the next two games just because. Their team to attack, I think that suits us far, far better because there will be space there for us to be able to exploit. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Friday we'll be doing the, uh, the 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 proper Leicester preview. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much it for today. Brian, Mac, thanks so much for coming on. Thank big thanks to Sam as well who, who was on earlier. Uh, Brian, Tottenham on tour. Everyone yep. knows where that is now. If they're not, I, 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 I mean, I, I, they don't have a computer or something. I don't know. But uh, where can people find that if 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 they're just getting their first computer in their life? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it is. thanks for having me on again, Chris. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah. They they can find me at Tottenham Tour along with uh, Brian Island, Adam Clark, and da, 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 Danny Kiriakou. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, tomorrow we've got a. Tuesday pod with a guy called Adrian Schrocker, who is uh, part of a big Facebook group, actually, on uh, Facebook, funnily enough, um, called Die Hard Spurs. So he's the uh, creator of that. He's a, a really good guy, lots of knowledge. So we're, we're going to be talking to him. And then me, Bob Spur, and a guy called Wayne Holland, who is a Leicester fan. Um, and there's obviously a bit of a story between me, him, and Wayne and how we we, we met. Um, I'll quickly go through it. Basically, uh, Obviously, when people know I flew back to England because my best mate Bob Spur was uh, not in a good way. When I was waiting to board my plane from Canada to London, I took a picture of the plane and I said, uh, we're coming for you, we're coming for you. My brother Bob Spur, I'm coming for you. And when I landed, I had a message from this Wayne who said, well, the last time you sang that was when you were trying to chase Leicester. How did that work out? So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I was like, Obviously, he didn't know the story. He was not to know. So I said, whoa, 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 mate, I'm all for a bit of banter, but there's a reason, blah, blah, blah. And ever since then, he was so, so apologetic. Um, spoke to him every single day, always asking about Bob. We've stayed in contact a hell of a lot. He's become a very, very good friend, actually, a really good friend. Um, but he's a Leicester fan, as I said. So we're going to do a pre-recorded show, the three of us on Tottenham Tour, which we, I believe we're going to do Wednesday and release Wednesday or Thursday. But it's not just going to be a, a build-up. We're going to talk about obviously how he felt during the title winning season and how that must have felt like throughout the as the season went on. We're going to talk about uh, the two games that we played in that season. We're going to talk about the three-two that I went to with Bergvine. We're going to do a combined eleven. Uh, we're also going to talk about obviously the ownership model that Leicester do have, and I've got to be careful just in case Tottenham Mandem is in there. Um, so I don't and I, I don't want to talk about that man. Um, so the certain person that sits at the head of the table, um, we're going to talk about the different... Uh, what, uh, Jesus. Was, yeah, exactly. exactly wrong wrong yeah. table. <laughs> I, 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 I really, really don't want to hurt Tottenham Mandem. I uh, don't want to upset the Mandem because they are, they're the people you don't want to mess with the Mandem. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so um, yeah, we're going to be doing that and then we're going to be having a little talk uh, about the actual game itself. So that'll be good. And then uh, all roads lead to... 
what is now the biggest game of the season for us. Um, oh, yeah, and Tottenham and them, you're not going to want to listen to me at the end because these fingers are, are going and it's not bang, bang. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's where yeah. you can find me. Make sure you check out Tournament Tour. Make sure you subscribe and then watch the show on Wednesday, the Leicester preview. Uh, Mac, always a pleasure. Uh, no no live stream, but you do have a podcast yourself, Mark, who's on uh, Friday. Uh, yeah. Find that. Yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, uh, our podcast at Emotion Pod, um, Emotion Pod, a Tottenham podcast. Uh, it's emotionally driven. Uh, we we chat before the game. We chat half time. We chat full time. We yeah, we we basically just react to to it as it happens. Um, hence the name. You can find us on on most good outlets for um, to get your podcasts. Uh, just yeah, type in um, Will Emotion a Tottenham Pod, and you should be able to find us if you have got half hour spare. Drop us a listen. You know, it's, it'll kill some time at the very least. So you know. Um, yeah, and, and and otherwise you can you can find me and Mark Hoare and ourselves on various shows here on uh, online. Excellent. Make sure you check out that podcast and download it. Uh, the the uh, links for uh, both uh, uh, Tottenham on Tour, Raw Emotion, and Paxton Road TV that Sam's channel who was on earlier are in the description. So make sure you check all of those out. Thanks so much for watching and everyone who put comments in. Uh, please make sure you hit the like. Please make sure you subscribe. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to waffle on just see how long it takes. Brian, so right. um, yeah, make, make sure at least another hour. Look, I can do this all. I've made my fingers. have got six packs over the last few weeks. So it's all good. Oh, I'm good to go. Yeah, make sure you hit the like. Oh, let me know which to it. <laughs> make sure you hit the like. Make sure you hit the subscribe. It really helps the channel. Obviously, we're, this is Let's Talk Tottenham but on Hotspur Hood on Mondays. We'll be back. I'll be back on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel on Friday. So if you like what you've seen here, hop over and give us a subscribe on Let's Talk Tottenham, half 12 on Friday p.m. Getting tired yet, Brian? Um, and, and, yeah, make, yeah, make sure you, uh, uh, yeah, make sure you hit the like here. And yeah, we'll be back on Friday for um, the Leicester preview. Hopefully we can get our season back on track and get that fourth place. And I'll hand over to Brian after I've said, as always, come on, you Spurs. And for the mandem, and as always, Levy out. <laughs> <laughs>